people. Welcome to Conversations with the Sophies, where we heal one conversation at a time. Hello, beautiful people. Hi. Welcome back to Conversations with the Sophies. My name is Sophia Cavito. And I'm Sophie Nsubuka. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in again. We are back. We've been having so many guests, well, a couple of guests. And <laughs> I'm thinking you've missed us. So your favorite duo is back. We hope you've been doing yes. good. <laughs> ah, Sophie, well, you, yeah. know, you, know, you know the question coming up. How are you doing Ooh. today? Mm-mm. I am better than yesterday today mm-hmm. yeah but i'm not a hundred percent every day like how i feel like yeah i'm on a hundred hey. i'm just yeah okay <laughs> <Kind of> well <laughs> okay like i'm mm. healthy i have breath i have love around me mm. i'm grateful mm. but on a mental state i just feel like eh, i've been better Okay, okay, we're sending you yeah. some good vibes. We hope Thank you, you get to that a hundred percent that you desire. Thank you. And the weather mm. is also like indecisive, so mm. I guess I'm in tune with the weather. Tudiao. Mm. What's so the weather? Gloomy. The weather is as if gloomy, as if shiny. Mm. It's cold. I'm mm. home. My house mm. is really, really cold, so I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad to be mm. here talking to you. Oh. It's, I'm excited for today's topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm already it. feeling much, much better talking to you. Oh, yeah. How are you today? I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci, man. I, mm-hmm. I am. I'm doing great. I feel like I usually always say that, but it be, mm-hmm. it's because it's facts. Yeah. Um, the weather is also gloomy here. In fact, it's drizzling now. It's like it's mm. going to be a cloudy day. It rained all day yesterday, but this is my kind of weather. Um, mm. yeah, I like. I I love a cloudy day because the sunny ones are nice, but. Something yeah. about the cloudy day makes everything pop, like the colors, the the because yeah, right now yeah, it's spring, yeah. so all the all the flowers are popping, pink I, flowers, I the you. green. So there's a nice contrast when it's a cloudy day. I I appreciate all seasons, so mm. I'm feeling good. I'm excited for today's episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, life has been good. We've we've we've, we've um we've been away it's been ramadan for the past month yeah as we we aired those past episodes so i feel like um i feel brand new let me say Ooh. you know after ramadan like i feel like how was I so cleansed oh it was good you know, it was <laughs> did you represent chill. did you represent mm. on the food because Mm-mm. there's no you can't talk about it and don't think about food yeah and all the flavor mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very chill though like i feel like all the american eats i've had for mm. the most part they're always very chill at home the mm. one time we went to the park with other muslims but most times it's a very chill vibe like you're catching up on sleep and mm. you know it, it's it's different but we had some family time watched a movie and nice yeah, it, it was it was nice I any mean, I, I like that calm connected thing these days like yeah. 
Yeah, so it was nice. Ramadan was great. I'm hoping to make mm. it to the next Ramadan. Everyone, what made it so it? great? If you're asking, I that that deep connection that you get to have with with God, where you feel like you're cleansing mm-hmm. your heart and taking mm. a break from from just life, because this during yeah. this time you're just focused on your relationship with God. <laughs> Asking yeah, for forgiveness, asking for the, all the things that you want, and mm. so that's why I feel like I'm a brand new person as I've, as as I've stepped out. I feel more okay. more focused, more guided. So come through, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm honestly very inspired. I'm getting back into my goals because everything took a break during Ramadan. Yeah, um, my YouTube, like everything, I just took a break to focus, and now I'm like, okay, we are back back yeah so and because i have that new light from ramadan mm. like i feel like i i have light and i'm light if that Ooh. yeah so shine on me girl yeah. shine on me <laughs> i'm your touch baby i'm with your tadova <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it's good and you know guys every time we record these episodes we feel so good to just connect yeah. with you and it's been a minute because we haven't been doing it like we did the past season every week yeah. pushing out a video so the times we get to record we know that we are blessed and right yeah i'm just excited to get into today's topic and mm-hmm. today's topic is mostly going to to shine a light on something <clears throat> As you've seen from the title, <laughs> Sophie is a firstborn daughter, and that's the topic today. Like the first, we are talking about the firstborn daughter experience, yeah. um, like just the stories and the lessons and the good things, the not so great things. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to relate to this because at least one of you guys is a firstborn daughter mm-hmm. and we want to be specific about the daughters because the sons experience the firstborn sons is a bit different from our firstborn yeah. daughter we would actually <laughs> love to have a take on that like i wish someone mm. could just come onto the podcast and give us their experience like a firstborn son mm-hmm. i would love to hear that i would love to hear that yeah same 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 please same. friends yeah reach, reach out. out yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if we get to find any firstborn son, we'll persuade them onto coming on. Yeah. And yeah, we haven't yet had a male guest, but you know, just stay right. tuned. We might just have one very, very soon. Very soon. Yes. <laughs> but today, Sophie, the spotlight is on you. And um, yes. like, why, why, why do you even feel like this topic is important? You as a firstborn daughter, tell us. Um, I feel it's important because... Mm. Um, just the street word of firstborn daughter means a deputy mom. Like, <laughs> deputy what, mom. What's that all about? <laughs> that, like, oh, your deputy parent. Oh, our mm. deputy parent. Mm. It's like it's like fun, I guess. But like, what? Eh. You know what I mean? Like eh. it, it, it. And and there's so much literature written that has been written about the firstborn daughter. Mm. There's like you know, there's mm. a lot of a lot of talk around it and I'm a firstborn daughter. I have had my experience. I have had my experiences. Mm. I've read books. I've read poems and things. And Mm. currently in my healing journey, Mm. it came to me that it's actually 
a thing like <laughs> it's not just like oh i'm a child no it's a thing as being the firstborn daughter so mm. i feel like i am i should take part in this conversation <laughs> mm-hmm. 100%. That's why it's important hey. it's important to me yeah mm. how, how do you feel it will help you as as or even anyone else who is mm who's listening in that is a firstborn daughter like what actually maybe we should just even get into that and, mm. and as we go on you'll tell us how maybe eventually at the end of the episode you'll tell us how mm. you're feeling or if you feel a bit healed and stuff because okay. for me like in my that. perspective i just feel like um prior to you know social media and everything i'm sure most people felt alone in this experience you're like man does mm-hmm. everyone feel like this like mm-hmm. but then when you go on like spaces like twitter where someone comes and says like my big firstborn daughter you you <laughs> like you're like a second mom like the responsibilities yeah. i didn't sign up for this and you're like oh i'm not alone i'm not alone and like when the little to... siblings are tweeting oh mm-hmm. bless the bless our firstborn sister's pockets i'm like yeah Hey. out there actually thinking about us Amen. yeah because <laughs> yeah, they know they know once you have you'll definitely be blessing them but um yeah i can't really relate to that experience because maybe it's important to share that i am mm. um, well you know you know these african households so rarely yeah. will you have uh, a parent where, yeah, like where you, <laughs> you know where your parents are like like okay let me say for me i am a i'm a middle child when it comes to my mom and then with my dad's side i'm a last born but i was not really raised over there so i really get to feel this other side mm. um and honestly even when growing up in the household i was a last born because i was raised in an extended family type of situation i wasn't raised with my mom so basically what i'm trying to say is that i don't know the first born daughter experience firsthand mm-hmm. I was just mm. a witness to it, seeing my mm. older sisters or, or older cousins, you mm. know, going through it. <clears throat> so you, Sophie, you had the front end Sit. on like, both ends, bro. like the firstborn daughter on your dad's side and the firstborn yeah. daughter on your mom. So, yeah, first tell us, you know, what was your experience, you know, before before your siblings? How how was life before those guys came in? Oh my. God. <laughs> That life was mm. a ball. Life was amazing. <laughs> I was everyone's favorite. Like, what? Mm. Everyone was just so drawn to me. It was nice anyway. You know how human beings love attention. Yeah. It was really nice being uh, a baby. Everyone's yeah. baby. Mm. Then my sister was born about four five years after me. My first sister mm. was born four five years after me. But I didn't really feel that I was a firstborn then mm-hmm. like I knew there was someone younger than me but no one ever made me feel like oh I still felt like I was a baby like nothing was taken away from me during mm-hmm. that time right and mm-hmm. then also around the time I used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents where I was literally a baby for life <laughs> <laughs> so it was up until I was eight mm. Then I had my other sister, who is currently 23. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went back home from school, there was a whole, like, transition. Like, there was someone mm-hmm. in the middle, and then another baby. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, hey. Became, mm. like, it now became like a trio. 
is like you're three now you know mm. go and do things together and then like yeah. it, it it just even knowing that there's a whole baby and mm. i can't just bring in fact it, it i felt like i just couldn't bring my front knee and mom straight up oh like i think it started way back then because you feel like okay now there's me and mm. then there's this one and then there's the other one who is like real in diapers hey, <laughs> hey. so you just feel like mm, you start to as if move back from mm. the over attention and the you know the babying much so now mm. i started to feel like i need to take care of this baby yeah but i really loved it you know i enjoyed it okay i don't know if i enjoyed it or i loved it but i really mm. enjoyed it mm. um i started getting to know how to change diapers around that age at 8 mm. because i would follow anyone who is doing it showering the baby i would always sit by and watch and just wish for that one time when they leave me alone with the baby <laughs> and i play mom like, <laughs> <laughs> I started to want to play mom really mm. early. Now, like the dolls that we had played with hey. became like real with this one. Mm. It was just so interesting. But when I look back now, I feel like I started to get into my shell. Uh. The more siblings I had. Because yeah, yeah because it felt like ah, Katiwari were younger than you. Now you if you start acting like I need this, I need that. Like, you know, that mm. baby thing just went away immediately. Were uh, you persuaded? Mm, were you mm. were you made to feel like your needs were not um a priority anymore? Or was that a, a feeling you had of okay, I'm not does that make sense? Like what what yes, were you yes. made to feel that way? Or was it that, your that, feeling? That, the question makes sense. The question mm. makes sense. Mm. I wasn't made to feel that way by everyone because i didn't only spend time with my two parents i was all over the place hey parents grandparents aunties what 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 sometimes some mm. people were making me feel like that but i think on on the most part it was me you mm. know feeling like ah now i can't really bring my needs forward and then i went away for primary school in a boarding school Mm. And I spent a lot of time away. And in the boarding school, um, the system we were in didn't really promote, um, what what should I call it? What's the word? Being assertive, like speaking up. It, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like a thing, thing, thing. Mm. So that also just <laughs> kind of shut me up altogether. So I was just like, Ugh, you know what? Let me just be that old one. Like, you know, I mm. think it started back then. Yeah. But then mm. as I got, as I became a teenager, it even became more real. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> like I thought this when I was eight, nine, when I was in primary school, I thought, mm, okay, I can do this because you mm. could still as if play, play mm. with them as kids. Right. Okay. But then I became a teenager and then no one was a teenager. Hey, then you now, really become the older sibling. Yes, like I really mm. stepped out now and I really became the oldest sibling. Mm. Because I had like four on my, three on my mom's side and like five on my dad's side. Like these are so many kids. I literally babysat all my siblings besides the one who is 25 right now. Mm. Wow. All of them. 
and there are quite many. <laughs> the last one being eight right now. So mm. imagine that's a lot of mothering and caring and nurturing and you know <laughs> what's the total stuff. for anyone who doesn't know how many they are mm. uh, for our listeners nanti they don't know oh sorry i forgot i thought i was just talking to my friend <laughs> <laughs> i got carried away um, <laughs> in total they are what's five plus three eight mm-hmm. eight that i that i have babysat yeah wow in between there there's lots of cousins so i can't even count Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't even count so Mm -hmm. when i go to high school it just became now more real because i remember my little brother the last born he was born Mm -hmm. when i was when i was 15 going on 16 for some reason we didn't have a nanny Mm -hmm. and yo I was running that household. Like, I wasn't running the finances and all, hey. I was managing the home properly. Mm. I wake mm. up in the morning, make breakfast for my mom. She goes to work, take care of it, wake up. You know how toddlers wake up very early? Hey. Wake up uh, the baby, make breakfast, change, mm. make breakfast for the whole family. My siblings are young. All they can do is play and hey. do homework. So I wake up, I make sure <laughs> they've had breakfast. Mm. Um, they're doing their homework. They go outside to play. I have laundry to make. I have lunch to make. I have to feed the baby in between there. Take the baby mm. to sleep. Mm. Um, <laughs> then also have my own normal life as a teenager somewhere. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sure you'd squeeze it in. You'd come of to Sophie's house. Yeah. She, has, she has food pending. She has cooked food. <laughs> They haven't eaten yet. She has to like there was there was always some managing, yeah. Yeah, and you have to make sure things are ready on time too. Yes, because you have children. You're looking after children, mm-hmm. and children have to eat. That's one thing I know that children have to have their meals. They have to have their snacks. Like they have to have their water. So you know, I got to learn how to do all that. But imagine what my day was like as a teenager every day, like. And I would no. make sure dinner, because mm. we always used to have matoke and something mm. for mm. dinner. So mm. I would always make sure dinner is ready or it's cooking by 3 p.m. Oh, wow. So I've done all that. So after 3 p.m. was as if so in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I would have like friends over maybe or like but bro it was a lot of work it was a lot of work and then i i also didn't enjoy school much because of all the exams and studying that we had to do so when i was a teenager i didn't know where was better school or home Mm. because also home was a lot of labor like a lot of labor Mm. and then as i started to grow I went to campus and all because now when you're growing, also these ones are growing there, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, when I started, when I went to campus, um, obviously that home labor mm. went away because I started going away for so long and and then home had to get its own timetable and stuff like that. But when I got to campus is when it now real hit me that, yo, my mm. siblings, are so old now, like they are grown. 
Yeah. I would look at them and I'm like, oh my God, I no longer have to like feed you or do what like we're here it's it's so amazing i feel like a mom yeah. <laughs> but but that's the thing that we we want to uh, to, uh, to understand like yeah. because all these chores things like i i did chores too during mm-hmm. high school my entire high school but it had nothing to do with being a firstborn daughter it was just more of like you have to learn how to do these things. So, you mm-hmm. know, me and my sister took turns. My older sister does one day and then the next day, me, like that, you're taking care of the entire household. But what, yeah. um, like for the person who's listening, who's not a firstborn daughter, like what, what was, I'm trying to understand what was the experience in terms of um, maybe expectations, because I think mm. that would make a better, yeah, a better conversation in terms of expectations. Say when it comes to your parents, yeah. when it comes to you compared to your siblings, and um, yeah. what, what, what these things? Because sometimes these things are self-inflicted. Like say you, like you just said mm-hmm. that you feel like a mom. So mm-hmm. was that? Were you made to feel that way, or were you, or did you just naturally take on that role because of all these? responsibilities that you had you're like you know mm. what now i feel like mm. i'm in charge out here hey no i was definitely made to feel like that when i was a teenager mm. i think that, that that's that, that's the point where i felt like oh my god okay because mm. you i had to take care of all of us like all my me and my little siblings mm. and if 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 something goes wrong it was all on me you get that kind mm. of thing whereby mm you're the eldest how could mm-hmm. like you get how could this go wrong you are the eldest you are the responsible one you are the one in charge you should know better at, uh-huh. at you 16 should. years yes <laughs> or at 15 like hey. you know like, i have literally left this house in charge of you mm. the children the everything that so it it, it was implied it, it was and i was meant to feel like that mm. and it kind of made, put some pressure on me to feel like I always have to be on my best like nothing can go wrong like Mm, I mm. cannot afford to fuck up excuse Mm, my mm. language no no this is an explicit podcast (laughs) (laughs) like I cannot afford to Mm. have anything go wrong because one there are children Mm. looking up to me Mm. and two my parents expect mm-hmm. this of me they expect nothing less of me other than perfection 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 Man. so every time i was like in high school and my friends would do some dumb shit i would just hey. be like ah. hey. <laughs> not, for me. <laughs> not mm-hmm. for me like i cannot because it all it would always bring a bell in my like you are a firstborn like how mm. if you do this how do your siblings look at you like how do your parents it was mainly about my parents like oh Mm -hmm. my goodness because Mm. when they would be talking to you they would be like your siblings are looking at you they're looking up to you like so yeah i there was some some sort of pressure that created a cultural freak in me hey i see i see (laughs) because you do like things to go a certain kind of way but also i feel like your your boarding experience didn't help being in school and even just like being that young and you you're being told that you're responsible for all these guys. Meanwhile, you're also trying to figure it out, and you're yeah. like, I did ask for this. I didn't. Ex- exactly. 
and me i'm 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 the kind of firstborn because some firstborns enjoy the power right oh, and yeah. i think and okay it depends on i think the age gap oh yeah you have with your siblings right mm-hmm. sometimes you're, you're at that age gap where okay fine you've reached a point where you're now you, you now can bully them around, move shit around, you know? Because <laughs> hey, hey, hey. you're so over it and now they're of age. Like, hey. you know? <laughs> Me, I was never really that sibling who finally mm. sat down and like, you know what, guys? Move this chair. I'm the boss now. Mommy has gone. I am hey. the boss. You know? hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no. Me, I just mothered it out like throughout till I left for uni. So yeah, I guess yeah. I didn't really make it so hard for my little ones too. Not to get to that first, you have to ask them. <laughs> yeah, they they can yeah. actually tell you that. They they can tell you that. Because mm. sometimes for me, I feel like mm. it's 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 about that that perspective. Like for most firstborn daughters, at least in my experience, or for mm-hmm. most firstborns, like they they're they're in their natural element of. Um, you know, maybe t- telling their younger siblings to do things and stuff, but it's yeah. us who be feeling those things over. <laughs> now, for me, I'm different. I'm I'm a bit defiant, mm. and I think that comes from my last born kind energy. Now, mm-hmm. for me, when I look at you guys, you first born mm-hmm. guys, you're you're you're, you're placed <laughs> in that. Guys. Uh, you guys, you guys suffer. I know for a fact you suffer. Um. <laughs> I don't know if that's everyone's experience, but at least my, you suffer from what I saw, so. yeah, mm. you suffer you because so. you're first of all like you're you're put in a place where you have to people please, where you yeah. have to make sure everything is okay. So yeah. in that sense, you end up people pleasing your entire life, like yeah. always trying to make sh- like always trying to make sure your parents are happy, even mm-hmm. if the things that you're doing are going against you maybe you don't want it, yeah. but you want to be that model you've, you've yes. been placed in that position of man you're the one who's leading this like like you said like an example you're the example for the family or the yeah. so you become people pleasers whether you want to or not because every yeah. child wants to get that to be accepted or to get yeah. their parents praise you know yeah. so you're unfortunately put in that position that's why you see those those second bonds they come and they do anything and the anything. first ones are like man they would never let me get away with that like right. even for i have a friend of mine this one is a guy mm. but he's like man my younger brother he does the wildest things my mom was always telling me about the same things he's doing but somehow <laughs> he gets away with them so it's like I think when we can we start talking about the, the the next part of this episode where we're talking about how those guys benefit how we benefit from your experience. You like, guys, yeah, we benefit because you guys get away with so like we get away with so much, and my mm. older siblings could say say that all the time. They're like, "What? You guys get away with so much, but you guys are just trained to to make sure everything is okay." You yeah. know, like ma- you want to make sure everything is okay, and um, that's most times that is not even in your power. It's not in your control. Like sometimes mm-hmm. things just go wrong, but at least from my older sisters, mm. I'll speak in terms of because I have an older sister, but then I was raised with my cousin, who is who I see as my sister because we're literally ever since I was a baby, she was there. Even though she's my aunt's daughter, I feel like she's my sister. So I'm going to call her my sister for the sake of this episode. I have a real yeah. sister, and we only have one age, one year age gap. So yeah, 
I feel like with her, I never got any kind of big sisterly. Yes, they, they used to compare us a lot. And yeah. with the one year age, eh, with the, the eh, like compared a lot, but I feel like in terms of responsibility, she was never really responsible for me like that. Unless yeah. when until we went to high school, and I wouldn't even let her take care of me, you know, because yeah. they tell her you're in charge, keep her money, keep her water. And for me, I'm like, no, <laughs> like we, we acted like we're strangers in school, you know, and yet other <laughs> sisters were not. You all like, had the most interesting relationship, <laughs> yeah. Like, the first time you told me you had the sister, I was like, you what? Yeah. Yes, and you took me as like, wow, okay. <laughs> of course, like sometimes same dad, yeah, sometimes same dad. But we were like strangers. We were not, we we're never like, that close. We, we mm. were like we knew of each other, like, but we we didn't have that where she could have a power over me. And like I've said, guys, like for me, I was kind of defiant, a bit stubborn. Like you can't tell me what to do. You, you, you was just one year older than me. Ah. <laughs> but there's that that cousin that I'm talking about, that sister of mine. She was there was an eight year difference. So for mm. her, she that's where I saw like, oh my god, these big sister things. Like when my aunt was away, she was the one responsible. Like I said, for feeding yeah. us. If my aunt comes back and when we haven't showered, like how yeah. come the kids have? How come you've let them? How come they are watching TV and they haven't done their homework? Meanwhile, yeah. she was like sixteen and we were eight, and mm-hmm. in hindsight, you're looking like I'm looking like okay, she was also young, but at that time, yeah. that wasn't the case. Like if food mm. is not ready at a certain time, she's the one who would be blamed. Like yeah. these, these kids haven't eaten. What? Like you're the older one. That kind of so. Big sis are you? Even when we went for to high school, she's the one shopping for us. We go shopping with her, so she took on that responsibility naturally. Even up to now, mm. in a way, we see her in that way. That okay, like, yeah. she she got us in a way of a mother, yeah. and and she she maybe she enjoyed it, but I know she there was also some kind of burden of man I could not mess up. And mm-hmm. the similarity I see in her and most other big sisters is that people pleasing thing where you want to make sure yeah. everything is okay, where you want to make sure your your siblings are doing the right things in a certain type of way. And if they don't, you feel like you've let them down or you've let your mother down. And yeah, like, like it's it's a it's a, it's it's a funny place to be sometimes. Like mm-hmm. and there's that meme that goes around like when you when you don't know whether to act like your mom. Or mm. to be big sis like <laughs> the people pleasing that comes in is mm. so much like you just want to be loved by everyone you want to be accepted by everyone you mm. want everyone to feel like yes 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 you are the one mm. it just trickles down to all your other relationships in life like oh yeah oh yeah yeah like, it, it, it definitely trickles down because you really take on that um, I don't say control freak, but you want to make sure things are like you're in control of most things. And yeah. and the reality of life is that some things you're not going to have any control over them. Yeah. And especially people, like we make choices. Like if yeah. I go and make some dumb choices, it would be sad for my older sisters to be blamed, which sometimes was the case of, you see, you're being a bad example to these ones. Now they're started doing yeah. the same things. And yet I have my own brain that is telling me to do <laughs> dumb things, you know? Yeah. But I feel like you guys really never got to we'll be children. Hmm? Yeah. We'll yeah. We had to grow up early. You had to grow oh, up too really early. early especially too early. if you have so many other kids siblings after you some some people are firstborn daughters but like of two children Mm. sometimes you might not really feel 
that much pressure, especially if the difference is uh, not so big. Yeah, but yeah. You, you feel it when the, the difference is big and then there are so many others after you. That mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. That, that difference, Sorry, that age difference. No, 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 you're fine. The, the age difference actually is a, is, is a big thing. And I think that's why they always tell you to, to have kids in a certain age range because mm-hmm. at some point these kids can legit become a burden. Like say um um 10 years old and now you're bringing a baby into the house like there's two <laughs> more emotions that might happen i might be excited but i might also, also be nagged because now there's a really big difference we can't play together yeah. this kid is always screaming oh my right. help me change the diaper and yet even <laughs> me i'm i'm still young yeah, you know thing. yeah mm. yeah and i think the dilemma comes in where some kids want to actually participate in this yeah yeah, that like, eh, like that. The, the kids want to help you change the diaper. They want to help mm. you make the bottle. But I think it's the parents. The, the parent must use some kind of discernment of mm. should I let them take on this role? Because once they take it on, in the moment they might enjoy it, but eventually, if it sticks, it, it might yeah. literally become a burden of man. I know how to make that bottle. The baby is crying. I can't just ignore the baby, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you just really can't sit through it. As in, you mm-hmm. even get to know which kind of cry it is. Like, you're like, mm, this is a hungry one. This is a fussy mm. one. This is a sleep one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in training. You're in training eh, all I the know. time. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so I it, think... mm. it's some responsibilities that come with that position. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I feel like there's just that fine line where the parent has to to create it of okay you can you can help out with this but no 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 that one is a mom's job let me do that yeah you know? yeah yeah and yeah. if the mom doesn't step in honestly these big sisters are are going to take on so much and in in like a village setting like a Ugandan village mm-hmm. setting for most mm-hmm. of them they mm. will become like tidy mothers like they take yeah they take care of babies like for me my my sisters on my dad's side they ended up mm-hmm. every time because you know how sometimes people have kids and they take them to your grandmothers for them to raise them like there yeah. was situations like that and say you're 12 you'd be mm. assigned a baby of that's your a baby, baby. Hey, yeah, the one who takes yeah. Care of yeah so i don't know if you guys have similar situations like you who's listening where people are assigned babies during that time and they, they tell you she has to be clean she has to wipe their nose like you become a mom during that time and yes, mm. some, like you were saying, some people benefit from that because when they grow up, you get to send them, like, go do this. Even me, when I was young, I was fetching things for you. So go <laughs> fetch this for me. Do this. Like, I'm not doing any dishes. Like, there's some things that my older sisters would be like, I am not. There's things now that I don't do. I and I, I could I respect catch that. I myself saying that sometimes. <laughs> and honestly, I get it because she would be like, ah, because for us, we grew up in places like we were fetching water from the well or from the tap. Like, we didn't have water in our main house and there were things she was like i am not fishing water like of everything i'm doing in this house you guys go fish that water you guys go do those dishes like there were mm-hmm. things where she was like uh-uh, uh-uh. and and i and i definitely get it because yeah when i after being a mom like that especially when you're in charge of food after i, be, I became in charge of cooking food that's when i was like i understand <laughs> you knew yeah i was you like okay, that she wasn't for playing yeah like, oh, i'm not going to cook for you and do the dishes for you and eh everything <laughs> or even you do something especially when they're well, younger than you and you can exercise your power um ooh. but the, the problem comes in when mm. some people take 
advantage of that power. Yes. Yes. Like some and older start to bully. Yes. They start to yes. blackmail. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This has even just reminded me there is a time I was a child. Hey. I think I want to start maybe five. Mm. And we were so close with these neighbors. Mm-hmm. And we used to, there was like a whole gang mm. of kids and I was the youngest in that gang. Mm-hmm. So there's a time I saw like two of them make out like eh. someone from our end and someone mm. from their end. Eh. <laughs> like, I couldn't make it out. And then I told the chief that mm, I saw you mm. guys making out. <laughs> my goodness, they blackmailed me. Mm. They blackmailed my ass. Like every little thing that I would do. I used mm. to be scared of this clown movie. You know that the, the clown guy? The eh. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So they used to blackmail me and, and they knew I would be scared of the dark. So they would mm. go and like scare me and like do things and make me cry and bully me. Oh my God, it was hey. the worst time of my life. By the way, I hated that part. Mm. <laughs> I just remembered older kids, you know, like seven of them. Oh my God. Looking, yes, in a room and they're like, now dance. Or if you don't dance, we're going to do this. Oh my goodness. I didn't like that part. <laughs> okay, Yo, that, by that, the that way. was a part that was as if a last born. Was hey, a hey. <laughs> but being a last born, that's when you feel those things because there's like a bit of bullying with some yeah. of those guys. Like there's times when they excluded I because for me, I had Lugamba. I think that's how now I keep people's secrets. Lugamba, I had yeah. Lugamba. Like people our Lugamba is where you are... are Maybe let me call it a snitch. I was going to say a tarot tale, but that's different. Like a snitch, yeah. like when things are happening, you see your siblings are going to do something. I want to tell mommy. <laughs> or if they pinch you, or they disturb you, or they make you cry during that day. Like when mommy comes yeah. back, I'm telling her. So they yeah. they started to exclude me. Of ah, you said you're going to do this. These things that we are eating are not for those guys who have lugambo. And for me, I like sweetie. You have sweets, and you're not giving me. Yeah. They had they started doing things like that of. So, so these guys who have Lugamba, like you, Sophie, we are not going to You're give not you getting. because <laughs> hey, now you can't report. Like there was things like that. I remember even when we were playing, we were not allowed to play Ludo. So when my aunt was at work, we pulled it out and start playing. And this one time, she had it. I think she was yeah. back home and she had that Khalil, the, the shaking dice. thing. And she was like, I had the Ludo. Hey, the dice. I had yeah. the Ludo. Is there a Ludo here? She goes through every single one of us, ask us, and then they, they finally ask me, Sophie, where is the Ludo? <laughs> and then they start telling me, like, I saw my sibling saying, if you say where the Ludo is, you're going to. And I said, Die. wait, what? Oh, my, oh my God. God. They excluded like they, they bullied for a little while there. <laughs> every time they were going to play. Yo, they would exclude I, you. Eh, they'll exclude me, man. Oh Those God. things used to hurt. Oh if you guys have seen kids playing and yeah. one of them wants to join in and they're like, they're not really playing with her. Like, yeah. that was yeah. the kind of situation, man. <laughs> nah, I learned I learned my lesson. But anyway, we are kind of even deviated. Right. It's just the experience. But, right. so tell us, what are the things that you enjoyed and didn't enjoy in this big sisterhood? Mm. Mm. I- <laughs> I've definitely enjoyed some of some mm. like you know getting the full uh I don't even want to say full but getting that grand love 
as the first child like the excitement hey. the mm. genuine you alter people's lives literally hey. people have been living a certain way and now there you are they're so excited and you're so you know how babies are you're just chubby and just cute so mm. you get that from parents from grandparents your your parents friends they just hmm? mm. i am a typical love child that i can hey. attest hey. i am just a ball of love hey. <laughs> I, I guess it came from those first times and the first people that i lived with mm. um what else? I later got to learn that, you know, there's a time where I just felt like, oh my God, I don't mm. like being the firstborn. It's just too much. It actually got to me when I was a teenager and I was at school and I was like, I wish I had a big sister. I would look at yeah. people who had elder siblings in the school. Mm. How, especially those that were connected, they would like always go to their big sisters, like dormitory or classroom and have that connection. I always wanted to feel like I always wanted to have an older sister anyway. So hey. I just feel like, Ugh, I don't like the fact that I'm the firstborn. Everything is looking at me. I have to like set the trend. Mm. But later, later, like obviously when I got on the healing journey and you know, I I got to realize that it's a gift from God. It's like a role of leadership that you're born into. Mm. You have no control over it. Like there is a reason as to why someone is a firstborn daughter in a certain yeah. family. Like there is mm. something you suppose there's some work you're supposed to do for your family. Maybe mm. help heal. Maybe break some chains. You know what I'm saying? Like even in yeah. community or you know, it's like and and the fact that it comes from your family, it extends out to the community and to the world and you know so mm-hmm. i feel like there's a reason as to why you are your mother's firstborn oh there's yeah things, yeah there's things that you're supposed to learn there's things that you're supposed to make clear for your younger ones you mm-hmm. know so i started mm-hmm. to accept it and not resent the position so much i was like okay <laughs> hey. my sisters knew exactly what they were up to by sending me here first one you know leading Mm. this um band of siblings and now i see it because Mm. my siblings really love me it's so cute (laughs) like i'm always in so much gratitude like they 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 do so many little cute things for me where Mm. i'm like oh my god if i didn't have siblings i don't know how i would be or if i was a middle child i don't know it's Mm -hmm. just so 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 cute like they Mm. just randomly send you like cute messages or like when you show up they literally give you those heartfelt messages like i really like you you make me feel warm like i look up Mm. to you imagine someone who you babysat raised telling you they look up to you it feels so good Mm. and it feels like yeah I'm doing my part. I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> it doesn't feel like pressure. But then is anyone for tell me they look up to me. I'm always like, ah, maybe look no, that it, way. No, it used to feel like pressure. <laughs> it used to feel like pressure. But now that I know who I am, I am grounded in myself. I know everyone is on their journey mm. and all that stuff. Mm. It, it doesn't put any pressure on me because I'm living my best life. Live yours, sis. 
Leave your sis. Like I got out of the. I'm relearning the people pleasing part. So I'm not trying to please any. I'm I'm not trying to please anyone first, but me. So as long as I am pleased, I'm okay. I I don't feel any pressure. Mm, Okay. When when they tell me they are inspired by me, I just actually feel very happy. I feel like "Hmm, I'm doing a good job. Not <laughs> hey, I feel like inspired by and looking up to. I slightly mm. different, although they are the same. Like for me, someone yeah. if, if if someone told me that they're inspired by me, I I might take it. But look up to me. I'm always like, please, please find someone else to look <laughs> up to, <laughs> because I am not. A, because how I see it is that if you're looking up mm. to the present me now, you you have to take mm. on everything I've taken on. Like you can't leave that behind. Everything that yeah. has made me me. Are you ready to go through all that? No. But I do like that inspiration. Maybe that, that that's that's a little tweak in that. Yeah, in that yeah. Just be like, yeah, okay, I inspire you. All right, all right. Let me, let's go with that. Anyway, yeah. go on. Yeah, and I guess when you are first born, you you just a uh, first born daughter, especially mm. you like your empathy levels are up there. I don't know. Mm. I, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Like I find myself. Very empathetic, especially when I look at when I look at uh, certain girls that look like my little sister. I feel, I feel that attachment to them. Sometimes I look at a, a little girl and she looks exactly like my little sister. So I feel this attachment. And let me say, if she walks up to me and needs something, I'll feel the need to be helpful or just you know that kind of thing that I'm feeling. I mean that I'm saying. So I just kind of mm-hmm. extend that empathy especially to younger people because mm. i just when i look around i just see my little one mm. kind of thing. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i guess i guess that's some of so how is that a good one. thing i'm trying to understand being empathetic no like <laughs> anyway <laughs> even just calling them my little ones is, is already in my in uh-huh. my view I feel uh-huh. like it, it it puts more responsibility on you. Like for me, I feel like some of the responsibilities that firstborn firstborns or firstborn daughters put on themselves, they're like they are they are self, they are on on themselves. Yeah. Like the ones who give themselves those responsibilities. Like okay. I'm not calling anyone my little one unless I've given birth to them. Otherwise, <laughs> they're just those guys because that's that's a responsibility you've given yourself or maybe if even if your parents you've not given it to yourself you've not Mm. given it to yourself you have Mm. grown up with it Mm. it's it's never going away it's even always said whenever you're around family Mm. um some decisions are not made without you you get and it's just always a constant reminder that your little ones your little ones your little ones so i i don't know how to even call my siblings that feels like a lot like, but then again we all see mm. these things very differently like yeah. i i feel like i'm only responsible for myself and mm. that's very different from guiding you know yeah because for me yeah. how i would see it is that i'm guiding these guys if they need mm. my guidance but at the end of the day their parents are responsible for them up until they're not here like maybe mm. I can step up, but even so, they still mm. have they 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 are their choices are mm. theirs. 
it's i think it's very important to draw that line that way you don't yeah. take on too much you know yeah. where you feel like okay you don't have enough to even take care of yourself but you feel like man i have to take care of these guys man how yeah. about to take care of yourself yeah because um language really really matters and yeah. you are a guide for me how i see it is that you are guiding them you're helping them if they need that guidance you know but mm. don't take on that responsibility because it is a lot sophie to be responsible for eight eight siblings I know. Yeah, I know. like but you know some 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 fast bonds and it's mm. not my case I'm just mm. speaking from someone else's experience. Some first mm. bonds are made to f- actually feel like that. I know someone yeah. who, I know someone who was a firstborn and she mm. couldn't get married. She said mm. she couldn't get married before all her siblings were done with uni. Wow! You get because she felt like no, I'm going to abandon them. When mm. I go into my marriage, I'm going to like literally start my own life and I'll have children and you know I won't have time wow. for them. So I have mm. to wait until <laughs> mm-hmm. the very last one is done with uni. But obviously mm. this was in a situation where the parents are not actively present mm. uh, financially and all, you know. So she felt this need of, you know what, these mm. are my kids, literally my little ones. So mm. I must first take care of them. It's like, wow, that's some sacrifice out there. Me, I think if you're blessed and like if you have that 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 means to do it, of course mm. it would be nice. It wasn't. Like it, it wasn't very smooth. Yeah, of, mm. I can't imagine it being smooth. That when you have to sacrifice something like that, that like you can't even yeah. get married. I feel like sometimes people feel like these things are either or. You can do all of them. Like my sister, mm. my older sister is is married but i know that if i needed her should be there for me but mm. i also don't see that she's responsible for me because there's there's some other siblings where she feels like she's responsible for them and yet mm. these guys are making the wildest choices and somehow she feels like oh my god like I yeah need to... and i'm like no these guys are old as enough. Older. Hey, like as the elder mm-hmm. no 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 you can only guide them you can advise them but they might not take your advice they might not so you for the I, most I, part I, yeah, for the yeah. most part, like it's kind of like how we are. Like we have yeah. to make those terrible choices sometimes and feel the effects. But I feel like if you take that on, Banai, that's a lot to carry. That's a lot to carry, especially now in our twenties and our you yeah. know our early thirties. We're trying to figure our own lives. If you take on that responsibility, like oh my God, my siblings are at school. I would love to go and visit them, take them some grab. Yeah. It's good that you'd love to do it, but if you're not in that position, don't feel too bad, Rana. Yeah. Like, you're not yeah. their parent. Yeah? Oh my God. That's, by the way, real big sister guilt. It's it's, mm. it's a thing and it mm. real exists where you feel like, oh my God, I wish I could take care of my siblings. But then mm. your reality, your current reality doesn't allow you to. Mm. But then you internalize it so much and then mm. it becomes, you, you actually get depressed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if your parents are struggling, like if your mom is struggling uh-huh. and you're like, I wish I could help out my mom with your, with my siblings. Just even you having that wish is enough because you know that if you had it, you would. But then when mm. you put in this guilt of, even hey, I'm not doing enough. And then yeah, even your yeah. parents themselves, if they're telling you, man, you could be helping us out. Like, it just feels like, man. Ooh, but for me, I... I've definitely felt that pressure. Mm. I mean, that guilt. It, 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 it is real. And I, I, I sometimes feel it too. Like, for me, I feel like I have more of those feelings towards my parents but rather than my mm-hmm. but not my siblings where Sibling, i feel like okay yeah. i would really really love to take care of my mother but 
when it comes to her children, they are still her children at the end of that day. But if I help her out, then she, it's easier for her to help out her kids. But to yeah. take on both responsibilities, Manang, life is hard. Eh? That is too much, guys. <laughs> like I feel like there has to be real, real boundaries on this stuff. But I feel like because of our culture now, I see it here in America yeah. where these guys, they have those boundaries of, okay, your family, but still, mm. <laughs> you have to take care of your own things, eh? But us, because we are very communal, very community-based, yeah. we always feel like we have to help, help, help. You know, mm. your, your, your cup is empty. Oh, what are you helping? Huh? Right, like, because mm. you're so used to, you, it's, it's, it's the norm, like, taking care mm. of others first. Mm. You, you always come last, like, it's a thing, because you've done it for so long. Mm. it's now the thing so um, and even the praises you get once you do yes it. Hey. right it's actually the praises i think mm. i think it's the praises that people mainly go for because you mm. want that acceptance that yes yeah that thing of oh man i name this such as well yes. have. she's mm. taken care of all the children she has mm. showered them mm. she's very responsible yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Some people even bring them into their own houses, their marriages, yeah. they bring their siblings. And I'm like, guys, some things need to have boundaries because anything can, can happen. And you have to make, for me, I feel like guiding your siblings into making better choices, into being responsible for their own lives is what a big sister would do. Rather yeah. than taking on everything, their choices, making sure they're in the right path and no, you just be there and for them to know that you're always there no matter what for me that's mm. the feeling i've always had with my big sister and i feel like that's amazing like to just know that whatever it is i know i can go to her but right. i don't want her to feel responsible for my life and my mistakes and the things i have not done or i've done no 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 guys you have to have some major i don't even know what to call it you pray for discernment or what mm. like a degree of boundaries I yes think. because it's boundaries. so hard for it's so hard as a firstborn daughter for your sibling to mm. come to you for something and mm. you don't completely internalize it like me mm. i have that kind of personality or i had that kind of personality mm. whereby when someone comes to me for something i take it on fully yeah like and I feel so bad when I don't have a solution. I can't solve it for them. Mm. Oh. Man, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Because sometimes all you can do is listen and tell them, exactly. man, if I, if I could do anything, I would do it. If I could help you out with this, with the money that you need, or whatever it is, I could. And usually yeah. your, your siblings, if they know you, they will understand. And sometimes mm-hmm. all you can do is follow up with them. Like, hey, how how is that situation? Did you um did you resolve it sometimes that's care and sometimes yeah. that's all you can do but when i stepping outside yourself and eh, taking out maybe doing you know, the most. Help, eh, doing the <laughs> most just to to prove that you care and uh, it's it's only draining all that you're do. doing well as a firstborn because you know mm. that pressure is also there Especially when, like, yes. you're all done with school is that pressure mm. to feel like you must have everything achieved so you mm. start to put on like a facade like you got money mm. paying out <laughs> paying bills left right and center and yet you don't really have the money even sometimes you know? even when you have it sometimes mm-hmm. there's, there's those families that have that expectation towards you of yes you have the money why are you not taking yes. care of us we're your siblings yes. you're and for me god, god is going to make me rich but I know uh-huh. that I'll have my boundaries of, okay, I can help you out, but what are you doing for me? 
Mm-hmm. Like add some value. Yes, you're my family, you're my but you can come and work for me or something. You can also do something. Because mm-hmm. unless like you're like an elder elder to always so like your my grandmother or my mother or like my older older aunties. Like there's no reason yeah. why to just be giving out money because this stuff is actually <laughs> enabling. But you know these things of where your where family members get mad at the rich big sister yes. or the rich Hello. big brother. Yeah. Especially like, here in Africa. Uganda. Yeah. They're like, when are they doing? Well, they even tell them that when are you bewitching us? That's why you're doing yeah. so well. Like, they put words on you. And just because you refuse to give them some of what you have, but I'm like... Which you work tirelessly for. Eh, like, and you're working for it meanwhile. Like, you've legit mm-hmm. put in effort. But because you're family, I should just give in. So, guys, big, big... All the siblings, you really need to look into those boundaries because... At the end of the day, it goes back to being accepted of wanting to yeah. feel like when I ought to look a certain way and control that narrative of and, and, and how people see you. But sometimes yeah. you sit in yourself and you're like, no, no, no. Even if I have that money, yes, I have it, but I can't just give it away like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, you do I, need to be, I need to be the firstborn of the year. Yeah, the first one of that. I mean, all these guys just keep taking the more you give them because people right. have no boundaries. Once they realize you can give just like that, they're coming back. Best believe. Yeah, hey. for real, for hmm. real. Like it, it's it's just crazy that I I think the other point I wanted to talk about was you've actually talked about it that pressure hmm. from society and from parents hmm. to get hmm. everything right. Yeah, and to to have everything said by they have like a time thingy for you by this oh, age yeah. supposed to have done this especially mm-hmm. sometimes parents who who if you're born to like professional parents right mm-hmm. like mom lawyer dad lawyer <laughs> <laughs> biggest chance is they they want you to be a lawyer to or you being mm-hmm. a firstborn daughter you 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 have to you want it. You know, hey, you take over the family business. Uh-huh. So there's that pressure, like it's 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 a lot that they face. Uh-huh. To even now when you're a daughter, to have mm. kids, to be married oh, at yeah. a certain point. Mm. And especially the first ones, oh god, they're going oh, yeah. so crazy on us. Like, how can your little one be married before you? You're going hey. to embarrass us, the family. And it's like, what? What do you mean? Hey. No, seriously. <laughs> Everyone has their own life. Like we're all adults. Like where are you bringing these things into adulthood now? Even like, and it, by the way, it's a real thing. Like, yeah, sister, get married. In fact, when when I was talking to, I, I'm talking to some people sometimes, and they're like. Mm. what your little sister is going to get married before you or make sure your little sister doesn't get married before you and i'm like mm. what do you mean i make sure how? Yeah, i know how <laughs> things in your country like that's how you know that's how people end up settling for just random guys because they want to be that yes part. hey yes Hmm. Because you you don't want your little sister to get married before you, you yeah quickly end up marrying some guy quickly quickly just mm. to have it done and be like mm, our firstborn is gone now second born it's very crazy by the way that's why it's important to mm. to know who you are at some point oh, yeah. as a firstborn mm. daughter mm. do the work heal get get, get a bit are. selfish guys get, yes. get a little bit selfish create those boundaries hey, create hey. those boundaries and mm. sit in them 
because mm. there's a lot that's going to be thrown at you from society, your parents, mm. and, and society can be the closest people, like your parents' friends, like in their circle. Hey. Hey. Like that kind. And then they get into your parents' ears and then your parents are in now your ears are like, get married, you have to mm. work here, you have to do this. Mm. It's a lot. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. Lot. Oh yeah, you have to fight those things. Like sometimes I remember when my mom was telling me about some things of like getting married and what. Yeah. But at that at that at the time my older sister was not yet married and I would point her in that direction of ah, let's first wait yeah. for her to get married. <laughs> and then when she did get married, now she's looking at me like ah now it's time. I'm like, ah no, no, like you you um... want to be in that <laughs> you won't put me in that direction when I am not ready. Like sometimes you have to to stand on your ground and for me I'm, yeah. I'm very good at at that of asking those questions that do you want me to be happy and mm-hmm. if the answer is yes then whenever the person comes they'll come but this pressure yeah. it causes trouble but I know sometimes of course like my mom is a bit more open-minded sometimes mm-hmm. with our mothers we can't really start telling them those things of you know yeah <laughs> I'm being a bit serious like I want a granddaughter I want a grand but now that they have them I got now that my mom has grandkids I'm like, oh, and I thank you big sis actually you know in terms of paving the way you guys legit paved the way because that part like my sister... we legit paved the way because I was mm. in the, on that point of asking for grandkids right mm. I was going to say at a certain point your parents mm. are so strict on you like you cannot yes. even have a guy friend hey, hey. and mm. now all of a sudden they are, they are pumping you with where children, where children. I'm like, where are the children supposed to come from all of a sudden? My whole life, I couldn't even talk to boys. Like, I know. What do you mean? Mm. <laughs> and yet, for the younger siblings, right? Mm. Someone who's 12 years old, someone is 15 now, you hear mm. your parents being like, she's on the phone, she's talking to some boy. And you're like, what? How? Oh. Where was all of this um, laser fair attitude when I was 15? Hey, hey. So we really, really opened the road for y'all. Mm, you do. My my older sister did that. Like the one who's mm-hmm. a, a year older than me. Like in every situation, like she was the always the one to test the grounds. And then she comes mm-hmm. and like, no, that's not so great. Like in all the schools we went to, she's the one who oh, yeah, first went so there. Hey, she'll give you the experience of this and this. Like even here during college at at the and university the we went to. It was, that university was so big. And by the time my sister went there, she wasn't driving yet. So she was using the bus and all that stuff. And she had to go through so much just to learn that campus, just to learn the fastest way to get there. And Mm. by the time I enrolled in the university, she was giving me all the quick ways. Like, this is the fastest way to get there. Like, even before my school, even before classes started, the day before, Mm -hmm. we went to school and she showed me this is the, like, I had all the the list of the buildings where my classes were at. And she took me to all the buildings and showed me the classes. Because for her, she was late for some of her. Lucky bum. Mm -hmm. You're a lucky bum. No, I really, I really was lucky because she walked me through everything. And even when I was going to school, I, I, I legit thank her all the way to graduation. I was like, you actually helped me when it comes to this. Like even at, mm. even just in, in our, in our high school, she was the mm. one who was first there. So when I came, she was, she was the one showing me around everything. Like this is where, this is where things, this is how you do things, how you do things. And then you guys who didn't have any sisters, you kind of had to figure it out. You know? Man, we yeah. threw us in the ocean and we had to swim. Man, man. Started swimming at like five. 
because you guys went to boarding school early because that's the same thing for her she went to boarding school very early i think i think she was five or six Mm. so when she didn't have a a very good experience and then they finally shifted her to day school they were like oh no no no, sophie she won't be going to boarding definitely i don't like that because sometimes i'm just like why don't you treat all of us the same way why did I have to be the matter? You guys suffer family. for us. A Uganda matter yeah. <laughs> of this family. <laughs> no, but my yo, you guys legit suffered because even my older siblings went through that. Like so many schools that I went to that they were first mm. tested by my older siblings, my older cousins. And then they're like, no, best of their experience, these guys might not enjoy it. So wow. God will reward you. Hey, God will reward you. <laughs> I beg, you better reward us. We're ready. <laughs> because it's, it's really, 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 really helpful, by the way, like to to get that secondhand experience, like to just have someone tell you that, okay, this is how it's going to be, rather than going and just eh, being shocked. Yeah. Mm. Do you see those memes, those meme videos of moms when they're going to like labor, the way they park like on the first child and then the second child? They eh. just have this attitude of been there done that yeah 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 it's actually exactly that because the, mm-hmm. the first child just even even for most parents who have um, multiple kids on the first mm-hmm. one they did so much all these photo shoots all these baby showers all this what and then on the yeah. second one they chill out the third one yeah usually gets most love but in terms of all these grand grand things That's they don't really get anything hey. <laughs> I guess I guess it's because also your parents are growing up. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I I get it too, though in that experience mm-hmm. in that in that loop because even for my aunt, her first kid, she took mm. so long to have him, like so many experiences, like miscarriages and stuff. So the first mm-hmm. one spoiled, like they spoiled mm. them because they just like this is the first one. But the next ones didn't really get that experience. I, I mm. get it. They all can't have that. Right. I feel like there's there's definitely pros and cons on on each one, but as the mm. last ones, I won't lie. We really we really do have a ball for the most part. Yeah. Mm. You we we walk so that you can uh, what's the word? Fly, run, yeah, fly, fly for sure. whatever. Fly. Because if it's here. not for us, you mm. guys wouldn't have wouldn't have that extremely nice experience, especially like school mm. related and like you know those things like. Mm-mm. Sophie mm. won't be able to manage this one because eh, her older exactly sister went there. Eh, that's exactly how oh, it nice. was. Like, uh, Sophie won't be able to manage. These guys just don't take them there. So, and yet for her, when she talks about those experiences, they were actually quite traumatic that they expected <laughs> her all their way till now. So you really think that, okay, that's actually big. And in fact, I do have that yeah. empathy towards her experience of, man, you actually kind of went through it. So I understand you know who you are now because that stuff actually yeah. shapes you you're so young yeah and, you know um so especially when you keep looking back especially when you look back no i'm mm. saying it it really like disorients you especially when you are you, you remain in that institution where you are and you look back at your siblings but then mm. they're in their school mm. you kind of feel like man what's wrong with me me why am i all the way this side and the other guys you start to feel like Mm. Oh, these guys don't love me, Bulunji. No, but that's exactly how it was. <laughs> like we were out here bowling, and then Pasha's out there in boarding school. I mean, in they finally school took her 20. out. 
But by the mm. time they took her out, the damage had been done, you know, like that. And, and like you said, like if there's that unfairness, like in terms of, yes. like they're not getting the same experience, it, it, yeah. does, it does affect them. It really it does. does. Damage. Mm. In fact, that builds up even some small, small resentment. For... Resentment, yes, mm. for, your for, your... Young, for the younger ones, in between, mm. like between them. Hey, and you're always comparing them. Like, you're like, man, if you went through what I went through, you hear mm-hmm. them complaining, you're like, ah, you guys even had it easy. Like, it takes <laughs> away that empathy that you could have. You're just like, yeah. ah, ah, no, you guys didn't see it the way I saw it. Don't even start complaining. <laughs> For real. Because hey, hey. my, my friends in City Parents would be like, oh my God, over ink, over mm. what? I'm like, are you serious? I have to worry about screaming ghosts at night, <laughs> what? Very bad food at school. You guys have mm. TV, you go back home, you eat sausages. Sausages were my favorite thing growing up. You go back hey. home, like, your problem is ink, and you think you have a problem. Nah. I know. <laughs> By the way, without that perspective, like we used me. to complain yeah. about the tiniest things. Like when I ate today, the chicken and chips, they were cold. Like the food was cold. That's where those ends on Porsche and cold beans. <laughs> Yo, perspective is key. It is key. I guess that's why sharing is key. It really kind is. Get out of our zone and see what how others are having it or how mm. others have had it. Mm, it's, mm, it's, mm. It's, it's, it's really key. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Thank hey. you. We're trying to heal. We're trying to heal. <laughs> mm, we're trying. And our mm. children shall not know of these traumas. Hopefully. Holding hopefully. School. And even if even if they do, I feel like you'll know how to, to handle them and embrace them yeah. when they're complaining to you. You won't be telling yeah. them, but I, at least you're going to school. You won't be yes. dismissive their experience. I won't be dismissive. Yes, mm. yes. Facts. Uh, uh, so I guess you're starting <laughs> to get to the end. Nati, I was asking you, were you done telling mm. us the pros and cons of this experience? Yeah, I guess we've, we, we've talked about them in different ways and together mm-hmm. we didn't like separate. So true, I guess true. we exhausted the ones I I can think of right now. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. then let mm. me ask you, what, what would you tell that that self, that younger self who you felt like was suffering, was never really a child? <laughs> Because that's really what it was. Like in in mm. in, in, in hindsight, like you you really were not a child. You were kind of suffering. Like you're mm. like man. And sometimes these experiences are more on our, let me say, middle class end. I put in quotes or low class ends because the, mm. I feel like those guys who grew up in, maybe a better lifestyle. Not let me say better lifestyle, but a rich Richer. Hey. Mm. I don't know what the experience is, honestly. Like, if they felt it the way you do, like, in terms of chores. Because those guys have people who are helping them with things. And maybe yeah, for them, I they guess, face it I in guess, terms of expectations. Yes, yes. Now, for them, I guess theirs came through, like, expectations. Because you're not really laboring and looking mm. after the young ones. Mm. So, it's in, like, I, I guess it's, it's some expectations. But there is some mm. looking after these younger ones somewhere, somehow, where so you're hey. supposed to manage them somehow. Mm. Because that's how my one of my sisters is. My sister, who is the firstborn. Mm. Yeah. She didn't really have to do many, many chores like that. But she somehow is responsible for them. 
kind of thing. Your sister who is the firstborn. Now that is confusing for whoever is listening. Okay. Okay. Some other sister of mine who is a firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've said the same thing again. Um, Mm, They get it. Remember, we've told our audience that you're the firstborn on both ends. So, and so how, how do you have another sister who is a firstborn? I have a sister who is a firstborn. I am an only child from both my parents. So I have my other sisters have their positions also. Yeah, I see. I see. I I get to that because I'm already. I already know, but I get it now that you've said it. Yeah. Yeah. So they they also have their own. We all have their own struggles, like Mm. regardless. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure if if we sit down, if we sat down with one or two, they would really tell us what their like teenage mind had to deal with uh, as uh, being a firstborn daughter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You were still asking that question. Mm, not to tell us what would you, you finished tell her? it hey like, what, what would, would i tell that hmm, not um, what advice any any words of of that suffering child <laughs> <laughs> suffering that word, yeah. suffering, hey. suffering. Um, mm. i think I, I would tell a firstborn daughter out there who feels like oh my god i i've, I've had some struggles or who is struggling now maybe who is struggling that pressure. Hey. Uh-huh. who is struggling who is feeling that pressure I'd advise them to seek therapy if they mm. can afford to pay to speak to a professional about them because there are different people who are experienced in these different things if you can afford mm. to pay a ther- to pay for a therapist you can you can look into that or if not mm. Um, talk to your friends uh, talk to friends and mm. I'm sure in every friend in every friend that you have one of them has a firstborn sister or something like that if your friends are not firstborns like try to find mm. a community of people who have mm. shared experiences with you yeah because the more you, con- you you connect with these people you get to you get to find ways of healing and seeing that you know what I haven't these things alone these expectations are not only faced by me all of us who are in this position have these Mm. expectations and how do we sorry how do we work around them how do i continue to live my life Mm. and let society have their expectations so finding community because when you find your friends you actually laugh over these expectations and these things that your parents say to you you Mm. know you don't feel alone Yes, you don't feel alone. And in there, you just feel like, okay, you know, I got this. Like, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the only one who is probably not yet married at this age. And I'm the firstborn and my parents and the society thinks this and that. So it makes things feel a little better. Hey. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What else? Um, the, the the next one is like sort of an affirmation that I came across when I started my healing journey because at a certain point when I was mm. young and I was in boarding school and I was literally suffering and struggling. Mm. <laughs> I felt like I felt like my, my my parents don't love me or what. Like I had to affirm myself with this thing of mm. it's okay. Like your parents love you. They've put you here as the best option, right? Hey, hey. And you are a child just like the rest. Now, this is mm. for like bigger siblings whose parents compare them a lot. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh my God, don't you see these ones are children? What's wrong with you? Why are you still doing this? Yet also mm. kids are doing this. You know how mothers sometimes tend to talk to daughters like, mm. oh, Chakola, Chino, at this big age of yours, now what mm. should this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. What should these others do if for you you're doing this? That kind of thing. If mm. you feel like it gets to you, you need to affirm your inner child and tell them that you are also a child, just like the rest. Mm. Like it's okay for you to ask for help. Mm. It's okay for you to be vulnerable. It's okay for you not to know certain things. Just because you're older doesn't mm. mean you're supposed to know. I mean, it didn't come with a manual. No. <laughs> you also just woke up and here you are. You have to take care of eight siblings. Hey. So affirm to your inner child that you 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 did the best mm-hmm. with, with the knowledge that you had and the tools and that in itself is a bit healing and makes you feel makes me feel better. Mm. Um and to know and, and, and I think I think this is like on the positive side to know that there's a bunch I won't say little people because I look at my siblings as little ones. But for you, mm. I don't know how, how that makes you feel. Yeah. Oh, okay, you actually, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to know that you have a bunch of little people that that are inspired by you just being you. Mm. You know, like you don't have to go the extra mile and people please everyone, you know. Mm. Most of the times your siblings just like you for who you are like you don't have to do the extra somersaulting like you have to do for the parents Mm. and society you know that kind of thing eh? Mm. so just cultivate um time in building you and being yourself and knowing that you being in that position of leadership there's people who just love you for for who for who you are and they appreciate you and they're inspired you know Mm -hmm. yeah this one mm. have mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like to all firstborn daughters it's okay if you want to have your kids a little bit later in life like <clears throat> to bear your children mm. especially if you've had an experience like mine where you've done where you feel like you have done it your yeah. whole life you have taken care of children you have nursed them you have nurtured them you have you know been a mom Mm. taking them to school, signed on their homework, you know. Mm. It's okay for you to want to have kids. It's okay if you have that feeling of, I want to have, I don't want to have kids immediately. Like, it's really, really okay. Like, try to not feel guilty. You know, sometimes it comes as being a woman, you feel like, oh my God, maybe I'm running out of time or I'm the firstborn. That thing we talked about. Mm. I should have kids. It, it's okay because a part of you maybe is still healing and wants to have some more time building you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I, I affirm myself that with that so much. I'm like, it's fine. My kids mm. will come in the perfect timing. It's okay for me to spend some more time because I feel like I've just discovered who I am you know mm-hmm. and i'm enjoying this so if any firstborn daughter is feeling like that it's all right let's do this mm. let's discover mm. ourselves some more you know mm. but you didn't talk about the people pleasing where because for me i feel like on in every sib- in every big sister thing 
mm-hmm. big sister you guys um really I didn't want... talk about it because you I feel like you talked about it and I kind of joined in there yeah but I feel like it's anyway I, this is just my perspective of it it's really the biggest issue that you guys mm. carry like you guys carry that so bad of trying to be all these things that yeah you know like it's just it's it's just too much but i feel like in terms of at least for me what i would tell the, an, a, a bigger sister is you oh you mean not, in terms of advice okay yeah in terms of advice mm. like of mm. you you don't you you will not you will not mm please everyone when it comes to your position like you will just not there's some things that you'll do that will seem totally selfish but you have to be okay with that these guys you're not responsible for them you can't be responsible for them if you choose to but it's not something that you don't have to be yes like you don't have to be especially when you're not in the position too you know if if you're in the position too okay you can take on the responsibility let me pay your school fees man and what but if Mm. you if you don't have that money if you don't have the resources there's no need to have all this guilt there's no need to carry that even though it might be inflicted on you from society or from your parents or from your family to make them and they make you feel like you should be doing more Mm. you need to work on that on understanding that no i'm figuring my life out too and yeah if I can, I, I if if I if I can, I will help them out. But I think it's important to release that. But the people pleasing comes in where you really want to control that narrative of how you're being seen, to be seen as yeah. a good big sister, and then you drain yourself trying to help these guys out. Meanwhile, your own life is is also not figured out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I like it, that. It's okay, Bambi guys. You're struggling out here. I like that. That's Thank why we you, come little sister. Oh, of course, of course. That's why you see how those second bonds come and they just do anything. They just have a different kind of confidence. They don't care yeah. what the ma- like. Oh, I don't care what like. At least for me, I came in with this thing of I don't care what you guys think about me. Like you parents or guardians, like you can think I'm crazy. You can think I'm spoiled. You can think because I see my my older siblings struggling with trying to be the good kid, trying to be the one performing well, who has manners, who has what. I'm like, I'm mm. a child. For me, I, I came out like, I'm a child. Let me make my mistakes. And you guys are kind of denied that freedom of making mistakes. And yep. it's both ways. It's self-inflicted and it's also and inflicted from by your parents. Yes. Yeah. So the self is where you come out and you fight for yourself and you're like, I am a child. I'm just another human yeah. being trying to figure this life out. Just because yeah. I'm a firstborn, my responsibility is in terms of guiding with what I know. Kind of like with my yeah. sister, how she guided me with what she knew about those schools. But she yeah. was she's not supposed to guide me in every aspect of life that even she doesn't know about, you know? Right. Yeah. So that distinct that that distinction is so important because that's where the, the biggest suffering comes from. Well, the parents don't worry about them. Those ones, they have their own work to do. But mm. us, you guys have to work on, on, on that. On, because on then after pleasing. that, yeah, the people pleasing. Because you, like Sophie said, you, you guys are already loved by your siblings. First, we don't care about what you're doing for us or what you're not doing. Mm. We just like you. Hey, we like for you. Real. We vibe with you. And we know that you have our backs. You know, we know that, that whatever mm-hmm. it is, I know I can come to you. And that's really all that matters. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But also I wanted to say this thing when it comes to mothers, 
like if you're a mother listening in and you have more than one child it's important to be very fair with your chi- with your children mm. like to look at mm. them up until they're 18 i know even even 18 they're still young but up until they're 18 don't start giving them like oh you should be doing things this way like they are also trying to figure it out even though they are the firstborn they mm. don't know be fair everything. in one sense like in I feel like to, don't compare your kids. How about that? Like, don't compare mm. them. Don't compare in their faces. Like, in their faces, even apart, and 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 telling that the the older one, like, hey, you should be an example. Manya, what yeah. example? Like, even me, I'm trying to figure these things. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, I'm <laughs> going to make mistakes, and I feel yeah. like it comes from parents. So, for young parents, because I'm sure at least one person listening to us is a parent. It's yeah. it's inflicted by you guys on the child where they feel like they have to be a certain way and then they're not a child anymore. Hey, the other mm-hmm. one is looking up to you. Your younger your, your, your sister is looking up to you. Why? Yeah. My, your, your, my younger sister should be pressure. looking up to you, mommy, not me. You know? Like yeah. those things are important. But if the mother knows that, then you you'll create this space where these kids are not resenting each other like the older sibling is not resenting the younger one because now mm. the younger one is coming beating me but now i'm supposed to take it because they are young because they are the baby what do you right. mean mom right. step in and be like no don't hurt your big sister she feels pain just like you do mm, or if mm, the big sister mm. is the one hurting the younger one or beating yes. beating them don't come in and tell and, and tell both the one who's hitting the other like no 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 this one feels pain just because you're the older one it doesn't give you that right like yeah take take on the power don't don't just leave it ah this one is pinching the older sister pinching the older like, one. No, they are they are baby they don't know what yeah. they're doing no 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 that's what encourages that resentment and that that gap it brings up the real gap between them yeah yeah yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, the comparison wow. really also needs to chill. I think that would be the last thing I'll say. Like, don't compare your kids. They're two different people, two different ones. You're the one guiding them. And for mm. them, their role, all you have to teach them is that you guys must have each other's backs. backs you yeah. siblings, they just be there <laughs> like you each always other. tell your nieces. Hey. You guys are a unit. Hey, is always telling them, and it's so funny when they're fighting. And you just come up with your reminder, and they're like, This one is not being a unit. Yeah, like I have to remind them, guys, you're a unit, you're a unit. And every time they have to remember that, like, I'm hoping, like, if I ever, if I ever, when I pass, that they'll always remember (laughs) that Auntie Sophie was always telling us that we are a unit because that's all your parents must do. Make sure you're together. And even when their mom is trying to discipline one, they come in and like, no, don't discipline my sister. And I'm like, yes, that's the energy I want. <laughs> they don't want anyone to, to mess with the others. And that's how we should be, rather than pitting them against each other. Each no. other, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Um, I like that. I like that for for parents who had never really thought about that. Hey. It, it, was, it was a very good message for them. Because sometimes yeah. we do these things unconsciously because our parents mm. did it and their parents did it. So bringing it to the awareness of parents is is very good yes even like very, when it, when it comes good. to those bottle making things like your mm. your, your the, the, the older sister might really really want to make that bottle for her sister and maybe you can let them but sometimes there has to be some boundaries where it's yeah 
it's not their responsibility now to Billy, make a so. bottle. Hey, you're mm. still the mother. Like the, the, the siblings should not be making bottles, changing diapers. They will want to, but eventually step in and be like, you know, but I'm the mommy. Let me do it. Like, unless they're really crying about it and they really want to take care of their sister. But sometimes they really take on those roles that the mm. mother looks at the older sister, like, you younger sister, the diaper is full. Go and change it. Mm. It's like it becomes their role and then they become these little adults, you know? For real. Uh, For real. Oh my God, we're talking about firstborn daughters and I remembered Fiona from Shameless. That girl oh my was God. lifting the whole family on her back. Damn. And and you know how her life was just a It was mess. so dysfunctional. Like yeah. her whole family was dysfunctional. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You would Taking hate to be a firstborn dad. daughter. My yeah, you'd, be, you'd hate to be the firstborn daughter in that family. No, for be. real, for real. And yeah. I like that they all respected that they all loved her, but she took it on of like, man, I have to take care of these guys. But eh, yeah. that she feel took a toll on her life, on her relationships. Every guy mm-hmm. who came into her life knew that Fiona she has a whole bunch of yeah. <laughs> That's a wow. good example, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't watched Shameless. Check it out. Oh, that's a wild one. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. Mm. Yeah, but this has been a very nice conversation. Like, yeah, yeah. I like I like your intake. Like, I actually initially thought mm. I was going to have more talking. Me on too. This topic, but mm. wow, I like I like how you've kind of come in and have your take and really given me your experience where you've been viewing. As a middle stroke, last born, elder sisters. I like, I like. Thank you, very, very nice. Thank you, we thank you, thank you, and (laughs) we also thank you, and your rewards are coming. Yes, they'll they'll come in the in the retiwa in the web. Your your siblings honor you. And mm-hmm. they respect you so much, and they mm-hmm. just be like they they they're always looking for your approval in a way. They right. when you're not there, they feel like when something is missing. So yeah. big sisters, yeah. we really we really appreciate you, all the siblings. Oh, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. It feels nice to be appreciated out loud. Yeah, yeah. It feels so, really, really nice. It's been a, a couple of years coming. <laughs> eh, ma, ma, <laughs> it's coming. We just get ready. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. The universe knows I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess this is it for this episode. Like, yeah, wrapped everything up. Thank you so much yeah. for tuning in, guys, for giving us your time as usual, and yeah, for coming so over much. here to learn something. Yeah. Or... Right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We appreciate mm-hmm. you so so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we hope mm-hmm. you have um learned something new or. Um, got in a light bulb somewhere, light bulb hey. moment. Yes. <laughs> in what in, in whatever position you're in in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope this conversation opened up something new mm-hmm. in you. And yeah, let's have this yeah. conversation. Let's spread the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Share this with all those big sisters, all those older siblings. Share it yeah. with them. I'm sure they'll feel that connection or they'll feel understood something. Um, yeah. Or even someone who's younger, they'll get that perspective of how how their older siblings are always feeling, and you know, right, right, you know, right. gives gives them more empathy at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Oof. Right. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much, beautiful people. 
Mm. We're grateful for you. We love mm. you. Love Take you. Take your water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And make sure you check out all our other episodes. Thank mm-hmm. you.